not in your throat. God damn! Don't you hate that when you're like in a meeting or something and it's totally quiet and then all of a sudden like lunch digests and it's like and you're like and then you just look around like oh my god did that clearly come from my stomach? No you take it out on other people. Oh. That's where I was going with it like you look at them like damn. Yeah but you can't deny it. You can't deny my bubble guts. You can deny anything you want. Uh, You can't. Plausible. You cannot. Deniability. No you could not. My bubble guts you know directly where they come because they go like, <laughs> like enough time for the person to look over and be like, "That is you." It's like a question mark, and I'm like, "I have no control. I don't know what it's doing." Question mark. You're like Chipotle. <laughs> Fucking Taco Bell. Question mark. Question mark. Oh God. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So my throat made that noise when you were saying "go." That's that was the whole point of this whole story. There's never a point to our I story. Know, it's there? so stupid. <laughs> we just circle back. <laughs> anyway, so how's it going, Aaron? Uh, well, do uh, you, yeah. you know, is it going to be your goddamn? Yeah. Are we talking about it? Yeah, I guess. We have pissed off the ancestors. We have pissed off some ancestors. You know what I've decided? It probably is what my chicken coop. I think we're building my chicken coop on like a fucking ancient pet cemetery or oh, something. Oh, you must be. Mm-hmm. Do you think so? It's got to be. But I buried ha- my pets there. What am I doing? I You're planted just a fucking garden with me. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, in the garden. Yeah, I probably disturbed some bones. Yeah. Rattled a eye socket or two. Yeah, at least. So my grandma died. Yay! No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not a yay at all. I'm really disappointed and sad about it. I'm my very disappointed in you, Grandma. <laughs> very disappointed in you, Grandma. I'm pissed off at my aunt too. Just for the record, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> right? Like I was just there. You yeah. couldn't hold on for another year so yeah. I can like come out and visit again and do all that bullshit. Exactly. But I digress. She was probably bored as fuck without Grandpa there. Yeah. So, you know, fucking, I don't know, rack one on the tally. She's watching us right now, and she's like, don't say the Lord's name in vain. Oh. Mm, They discovered that I had a podcast not shortly before she died. Oh, really? Yeah. Somebody let slip, Brandon. Uh Uh-oh. It's Brandon's fault? It's Brandon's fault. For the record, we keep this podcast like our super secret from all of our family members. No one in my family knew and then all of a sudden, I'm getting fucking texts and stuff from everybody like, you have a podcast? What's the name? And I was like, well, I don't want to say who, it. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll give it to you, but you can't look at me differently. And they're like, oh, honey, I would never. And then I don't hear from them again. And I'm yeah, like, because they're looking at you differently. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or they think that they're hanging out with you because you're talking all the time to their ears. You right. Know? Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Perhaps. It's probably not that, though. I don't know. I don't think it is. But doesn't it come in waves? Like, as soon as one person finds out, then all of a sudden there's going to be, like, a group of people that are like, I didn't know you had a podcast. And you're like, I fucking know who you talk to now. Yeah. Well, that's what it was, was because Grandpa died not too long ago. And we went out there for the funeral. And then Brandon let slip to, you know, one aunt. Uh Uh-huh. And then she was like... I will tell everybody. Spread the word. I will tell all of your extended family who don't know you well. Like, yeah, this is like, not this is not the place to go. I mean, you uh, will get to know us, but you yeah. won't like us. Yeah, but you won't like us. Yeah, and these are all very respectable people. And it's like, oh, you're Teresa's daughter. Oh, I just oh shit. Her. She had a beautiful smile and oh, so quick to laugh. And I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking same bitch. Yeah. <laughs> God, so oh. there's that. Um, yeah, great. Which has been really 
a fun time. Just like it's been like a day. You've had like a day to process. I this. had one solid day to process this. I learned yeah. about what forty eight hours ago. Yeah, no, twenty four hours no, ago. Was it last know. night? I learned no the night before last. Okay, so it's forty eight hours. It's been forty eight hours. We everything, don't know. Everything is probably settled in my emotions and stuff. So yeah, like, totally. You're totally level. I You're seem, definitely level. You seem normal, right? Yeah, yeah. No, nothing is fun. out of place. Everything is great, and the way you're coping is totally healthy. It's probably fine. Just, Just push it down. <laughs> nothing happened here. <laughs> Just push it deep, deep down in my fucking soul. Yeah, and, and just stay really busy until one day it all explodes and you start crying and everybody's going to be like, but that happened six months ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, wow, why are you still sad about that? Or, or yeah. just push it all down until you die. So. Okay, well, I like the one where we just like cry a lot and eat Cheetos like now. I did eat like an entire fucking gallon of ice cream last night. Oh, preach, girl. Yeah, I was like, don't tell me how to grieve. And Brandon was like, give me some. And I was like, this is my grief. And he was like, I bought it for you. And I was like, all right, that's fair. Yeah, one bite, <laughs> but not of the cookie dough. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite part that I've been saving. Yeah, like you eat around it, all the fucking melty ass bars. Until you get that good Ugh, bite. I'm going to gag. I hate melty ice cream. It's like 4,000 degrees in my house, so there's no ice cream without it being melty ice cream. Like, you take it out of the freezer, and you're like, now it's liquid. Oh, my God. That just, like, reminds me of, like, snot. Oh. Yeah. Well, don't think about that. That's what I think of. Think just the delicious ice cream that has now melted into a delicious little slushy for you. gross. Like a milkshake. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But if it makes you feel any better, I have eaten out, like, literally every day since my aunt has passed away because Mm -hmm. it's, like, triggered some weird shit inside of me and Mm -hmm. I just don't want to adult anymore. Mm -hmm. So, like, every day I'm like, okay, no more. We're going to make dinner tonight. And then I'm like, who wants taco shop? Yeah. And then I eat it and I'm like, this isn't helping. Mm -mm. Brandon was like, do you want dinner right before I left for this? And I was like, no, I had a free jack-in-the-box thing for because the Padres get a home run. (laughs) And he was like, that's... That was a few hours ago. Like, <laughs> you sure you don't want anything else? And then on the way here, I was like, I'm going to get some fucking Chick-fil-A on the way back. <laughs> You're like planning it out. Yeah. It's like comforting yourself like by emotionally eating. There's nothing is. wrong with that. I nothing wrong. That probably depends on who you talk to. Yeah. No, don't listen to any of our advice for grieving. Yeah. Talking to me right now? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. No. Nothing wrong with no, that. No, you got to. Everybody needs their vices, you know, and yeah. you got to be happy some way or mm-hmm. other. Because guess what? Tomorrow you could fucking keel over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's my goddamn. Yeah, is your that goddamn's pretty deep. Life fucking sucks right now, and everybody just keeps dying. So yeah, and it won't stop sucking. And no. I'd like for it to stop for a minute. I'm really convinced that the world is ending. I've been saying it this whole goddamn time. You have been. I have. And nobody been. was listening. Nobody I'm listening listens. Now. I'm listening now. <laughs> yeah, you have my fucking attention. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Yeah. So it's rough. Anyway, what's your goddamn? Uh, Yesterday morning, I was going to work, and I was in my work outfit, and I was taking my kid to school first. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I'm going to drop you off. And I was running around looking for my glasses. I'm bending over to find my glasses, and my son goes, Mom, what are those bumps on your back? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, do I have hair on my back from the dogs or something? I don't know. And he, like, started rubbing my back, and I'm like, I don't know what's on my back. And he's like, right here. Motherfucker, grab my love handles grabbed my love handles. Oh, no. And he was like, Mom, what are these bumps on your back? And I was like, First of all, you little shit. Fuck off. You better run because you're going to die. Also, it wasn't even like I was muffin topping in these things. Like, I don't know what he he was really investigating. And I was like, those are my fat rolls. Like, very offended. (laughs) Um, go away. And he was like, 
um, isn't fat bad? Like, that's <gasps> really bad, mom. And I was like, yeah, it's not good. Like, I should eat better. And he was like, well, I get fat rolls. And I was like, yeah, if you keep eating like trash. Especially if you keep talking shit, kid. right? Yeah. He eats like a little junk monster. Yeah. He also eats really healthy food, too. But like, he loves himself some snacks because he's my kid. Yeah. But like, kids just love snacks. But he also will be like, can I just get a cucumber? And I'm like, you want like tahini on it? And he's like, no, nah, I just want like a regular cucumber. <laughs> I just want healthy food. And in I'm my like, mouth. you want salt on it? And he's like, no, just the cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this motherfucker's trying to show me up, telling me I've got fucking bumps on my back. Ugh. You should have been like, what's this? Yeah, he's I was like, trying what? to get face. Fucking face. Yeah. Kid. Get out of here. You got to learn how to bully your kid. But like, well, I kind of did a little bit. I told him he's going to get fat if he keeps eating like he does. Yeah. Oh, and then my. My son was like, oh, well, the younger son, he's definitely going to get fat because he doesn't eat healthy at all. (laughs) And you were like, listen, (laughs) we don't talk about Bruno. I know, right? I was like, god damn, you little shit. But it's just like innocent questions, but also like, fuck around, find out. Tell me again about my bumps on my back. Today is not the day, my friend. No, and I still ate a full-ass goddamn hot Cheeto burrito, so. (laughs) Ooh, baby. He could suck a dick. (laughs) He could. (laughs) If he wants to, like him. But if he's enjoying it, then he better fucking do something else because that's the intention of my quote here. Yeah, yeah. Like, do something you don't enjoy. Do something you don't enjoy. Sexually motivated. No, ew. Okay, (laughs) you're right. It wasn't good. It wasn't great. Those things about your kid. (laughs) No, it wasn't great. I take it back. I take it all back. All right, fair enough. Go play with your Legos alone. Yeah. Without fucking Ninja Turtles on TV. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What then? Yeah. Try to build friend having motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, it's too hard. <laughs> I liked it. I was for it. <laughs> Fucking loser. Can't even build that goddamn Lego car. Loser. Can't even read the instructions. What, what are you going to do? <laughs> anyway, I don't bully my kids. No, me either. But it's really fun to talk trash. It is a lot of As fun. if they were here because it's very cathartic. It you know? is. It's the things that you wish you could say to them in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> and for the record, my kids are the coolest people ever. Yeah, I really to like me, my kids I'm like, too. fuck, you're so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says something nerdy, and I'm like, well, you know. It's still pretty cool. That's yeah. your that's your dad coming out. <laughs> <laughs> that part's not me. That part's not me. Anyway, on that lovely note, would you like to hear my um, yes. case for this week? Yes, 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 Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Girl, yes. has that got a doozy for you? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Are you sure? No. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go home. Fuck it, it's hot in here. It's it's hot, but it's not as hot as it normally is. No, it's really not. Okay, this week I'm going to tell you about Lori Eisenberg. Eisenberg? Not Heisenberg. Eisenberg. All right. With an I's. Isenberg. Lori Isenberg. Uh Uh-huh, from Idaho. Oh, a lot of I's. Mm-hmm. So Lori Eisenberg was born in 1954 in Idaho to a pretty poor family. Oh. Now, I don't know what area of Idaho, but I'll tell you what area everything takes place in a moment. But we're just going... Back in time real quick, all right? So, uh, pretty poor family. She grew up bouncing from one farmhouse to the next where her family would squat, basically, until they were, like, kicked out. Jesus. So they didn't have... She was real poor. Right? She didn't have, like, a stable house. Wow. Or home. Okay. Usually I imagine, like, oh, and they lived in a trailer or a shack or whatever. Yeah. Down by the river. In a van. Yeah. But, nope, nope. not house squatting. Farmhouses, yeah. With kids? That sucks. That really sucks. I don't know how many siblings she had. I want to say it was like four, but I don't really remember. Jesus, that's Mm. even worse. I could be wrong. So when she was 19, she married her high school sweetheart, and together they had six fucking children. Jesus, take the wheel. My God. 
Over the years, their marriage deteriorated. I wonder if why. the six kids had anything <laughs> yeah. to do with it. Yeah. Hey, you know, you're not as fun as you used to be. Yeah. You're just a sack of meat that helps me survive. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, same to you, bud. <laughs> so because Lori was unhappy in her marriage, she began to cheat on her husband. Extracurricular affairs. Indubitably. Mules. And she actually had an affair with three different men while she was with her husband. God damn, Lori. Mm-hmm. One of those men was a man by the name of Larry Eisenberg, if you can see where this is going oh, by the okay. last name. I was like, same last name. Was it her husband's brother? <laughs> <laughs> what a going ink. No, I don't know her maiden name. All right. So Larry was a forester. I don't know what that means. Like a forest ranger? A forester? Like I would think it's profession. like a deforester. Like someone who's oh. not maintaining the forest, oh. but he's deconstructing the forest. Perhaps. He had a deep love for nature. Like he was basically a geologist, but in like fun times, he'd be like, and anyway, here's this rose quartz amber box. That's a beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's because that's what I know, not rocks. <laughs> I mean, an amber is a rock. Right. Yeah, amber is a rock. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he's a forester, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Is by profession. Jack? Mm, I don't fucking know, but all probably. Right. By all accounts, he was a pretty savvy outdoorsman. Mm, all right. How if about you're going to be a forester, like you if better. you're going to be like, hello, what if, I'm Larry. I'm a forester. And you, I know nothing about the woods. <laughs> you better be a savvy outdoorsman. Yeah. Like, what is this, an aspen? He's like, at least a birch. I don't fucking know. Ah, uh, it's actually a fir. Yeah. Douglas fir. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. A pine. Mm. I see. Yes, yes. Who knew One I knew of the so pines. Trees. Christmas, baby. That's it. That's, that's it. That's, the, that's all I got. Yeah. They're that's like, is that a willow? It's a, probably a will o' the wisp. <laughs> a weeping willow. Does it seem sad? <laughs> I can't check its emotions. I don't know. <laughs> I can't read the colors of the wind. <laughs> oh, fucking Pocahontas. Oh. All right. So, savvy outdoorsman. He had a previous marriage himself, and he had two kids from that marriage. Mm-hmm. Was he also cheating on his no, lady? No, I don't think so. I think he was the the side piece. Okay. So now, at some point in time, Lori ends up working as Larry's secretary. I don't know how you become a secretary of a forester. I'm not quite sure how any of this fucking works. Is there that much paperwork? <laughs> well, there shouldn't be. Hey, man. <laughs> I got a tree out here, and I need you to identify it. <laughs> That's a Douglas fir. I'm going to draw the leaves, and then I'm going to snap a picture and send it to you. I'm going to put it in my journal. <laughs> I don't know. And I she's don't know. just fielding these phone calls left yeah. and right. Yeah. She's you got like, another you tree out so in fucking the backcountry. So lucky I'm here. All right. So I don't know if it was while he was a forester or perhaps he had another job at some time, but Lori was a secretary, and that's how they met, and that's when they started fooling around. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So their flirting eventually turned to, like, full-blown love, and Lori ends up getting a divorce from her husband and marrying Larry. She's like, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta go, go, man. See the forest. I got a lumberjack I got who's gonna jack kids. my lumber. Ew. Ha! At some point during their marriage, Lori ends up getting a job as an executive director with the North Idaho Housing Coalition. God damn, Fancy. okay. See. North Idaho Housing Coalition. Mm-hmm. Her company. Executive director. Yeah. I feel like you gotta work your way up. Right. You just don't go from secretary to that. Maybe that maybe he worked there and she worked her way up. Well, I don't fucking know. Maybe. It's really not clear. Like there's not a lot of like very nicely painted details yeah. that I could find. But anyway. She was so, like, fuck your glass ceiling. Exactly. I'm gonna be executive director. So now she's directing the 
the Housing Coalition of Idaho, North Idaho to be specific, mm. and her company basically provided affordable housing for low-income families. So oh, that's nice. She's like giving back to her people. Yeah, like something that's close to her heart. She fucking grew up in a poor family, so like it means something to her. Yeah. And it was a nonprofit organization. So great. Perfect. Good, awesome people, right? Yeah. In February of 2018, Larry and Lori had been married for several years at this point, mm-hmm. and they were living an awesome life together. Crushing it. Crushing it. They had a cabin slash homestead established in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Really close to the lake. Mm. I guess there's a big-ass lake out there called Coeur d'Alene Lake, and everybody goes there and visits and, like, fucking... It's a touristy place. Touristy. Thank you. Cool. Yep. So they're really close to the lake where there's, like, tons of activities for them to do, not only on the lake, but, like, outdoorsies, woodsy shit like yeah, that. Yeah, good for a forester husband. Exactly. And they literally had, like, a cabin built there, and then they started building other little cabins. Like, it was a homestead out there. Wow. Mm-hmm. They had a very happy marriage, and they considered their little homestead paradise. Like, they would call it their paradise. Aww. So they were in their, like, you know, later years of life, early 60s, starting to retire Starting to get comfy, cozy, whatever. They are finally at the fucking dream they've been working for. Exactly. Well, now we're in February of 2018, right? And it's cold as fuck. It's like the dead of winter in Idaho. So, like, I guess the lake would, like, freeze over back in the day. And, like, people would drive their, like, Model T Fords across the lake. And there's a bunch still in the lake. Okay. Because of them falling in. (laughs) I don't know why they're known for that. But, like, that's what I heard. Did you guys see the Model T Ford out there? But I think it was, like, back in the day, they're yeah. like, let's race, and then, like, cars I was going to talk shit that you were so specific about the car, oh. and then I was like, oh, it's, it's a, a very time old frame. car. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm back. We're back. We only race Mustangs out here. Yeah, there's a lot of GTOs <laughs> onto that water. So it's fucking cold. Yeah. All right? And, and there is fucking cars in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, There's it gets so cold it. that it can freeze over that a car can drive on it is the sometimes. point. Yeah, sometimes. It wasn't frozen at this point, but it was fucking cold in February. Okay. It was like 22 degrees outside. Oh, that sounds nice. I don't even know what the water was, but it was fucking cold. I am willing to Because it's so hot. Yes. <laughs> All right, so the couple get this great idea that they're going to wake up super early in the morning and they're going to go for a boat ride and they're going to watch the sunrise out on the boat and have, like, breakfast on the boat. That is not my dream. No, not when it's fucking cold out, man. No, I want to stay warm in bed. Yeah. I sleep in. Leave me alone. I'd be okay if I never saw another sunrise, you know? You think so? Mm-hmm. So I'd be okay. Yeah. You'd be okay, too. Because you got well, to sleep yeah. through every sunrise? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. But, like, you know that Vegas sunrise from, like, being up all night? It feels like such an accomplishment. We're going to have that next weekend. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Oh, so tired already. (laughs) Okay, so it's fucking freezing. Now, allegedly, Larry had been sick with the flu for like a couple days prior to this. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you know what I love doing? Going out on a fucking boat ride. When I have a fever. Yeah, feverish. This will be great. That'll break your fever. But he insisted on taking Lori out for this boat ride on the lake. So nice. And that morning, Larry had even texted a friend saying that he wasn't feeling well, but he still decided to go on this ride. Oh, wow. Okay. So during the morning sunrise, Larry snaps a picture of it and he sends it to one of his kids. Like, look how beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now, they're out at, like, 6 or something in the morning. Like, how are, whatever fucking time the sun rises. 5.30, 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Sometime along this morning, after the sun had risen, the motor on the boat stalled. It started making, like, some weird-ass noises, and it stalled out. So, 
Lori says that Larry stood up and walked over to go, like, look at the fucking motor. And while he was leaning over, looking at the motor, he looked back at her with a really funny look on his face. And she said it looked almost like he was having a stroke or something. Like, he was really pale and his face just looked terrible. And then he fucking fell in the water. (gasps) No. Bum, 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 bum. And it's freezing. And if he just had a stroke, homeboy just fell in the water. And so she starts panicking and, like, jumps up to go grab him. But when she jumps up, she trips on a space heater and ends up hitting her head on something. And she doesn't make it to him in time. And he falls in the water. Oh, my God. Fucking terrifying, right? Oh, my God. Bro, life jackets. Like, wear them constantly. Why not? You're out on a fucking little, I'm assuming it's a dinghy or a raft at best. You know? It had, like, this zipper tent kind of looking thing on it. Zipper tent. It looked like it was a houseboat with a tent on it. Like, the boat was whatever, and then the tent part, that would be the house, was like a tent. Hmm. You had to, like, zipper the door open. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't know. I don't know enough about boats to know what the fuck that is. I don't either. But it was, like, bigger than a dinghy, smaller than a yacht. Yacht. (laughs) I was like, bread box. (laughs) I was going to say, pong (laughs) tune. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Lori jumps up. She bashes her head. She finally collects her fucking shit. And when she looks around, the water's just totally calm and he's gone. So she tries to look for him. You can't get in, though. No, you can't get in. So she's searching everywhere. Like, oh, my God, what do I do? The motor stalled. Somehow she gets it to work again. And so she's driving around in the boat, like, looking for him, like, trying to save him. But she can't see him. Like, he's sinking to the bottom of the lake. And so she starts, like, honking her horn a ton on the boat, like, trying to get somebody's attention. Because she didn't bring her phone on this trip. Her phone's back in the truck, parked on the dock or whatever. And Larry always kept his phone in his pocket. So Homeboy's phone just went overboard. Yeah, exactly. So she can't, she has no way to notify anybody. So she's like honking the horn a bunch and that's still not working. And she's out there for like two hours or something. (gasps) Okay, at some point you got to go in and get your phone. Yeah, I don't understand this whole boat thing. Like, she kept saying that she didn't want to leave the spot because she was afraid she would lose the spot that he is at. I get that. But, like, yeah, you got to go get your phone. But at a certain point, yeah. Yeah, Like, right? maybe 20 minutes? She also said she didn't know what, t- like, how long it had been or anything because she was in, like, fucking full panic mode. That Because they asked her, like, how long had it been, and she ends up, okay, let me tell the rest of the story. Okay, okay. So okay. she gets cold because it's fucking freezing, and so she goes into the pantry or cabinet or whatever to grab a blanket, and when she opens it, she sees Larry's phone there, and she's like, fuck, yes, I have a phone. So she immediately calls 911, and she's like, my husband fell overboard. And they're like, how long ago? And she's like, I don't know, fucking like two hours ago or something. It's been a while. It's been a minute. And they're like immediately like, oh, this is a recovery, not a rescue. Yeah. But they're not telling her that. Mm, I think logically she knew. You know. know? Okay, it's really funny because there's police body cam footage, and there's a part where they're like in a huddle, and they're like, okay, well, obviously this is a recovery stage right now and one of the police officers was like she's like right there like don't say that and he said the exact same thing he's like yeah okay but like come on like I'm pretty sure she's aware and he's like yeah but just still you know yeah yeah be sympathetic (laughs) so she calls 911 and you can listen to the audio she's very clearly distraught over her husband falling overboard Mm -hmm. so the police arrive they talk to Lori about what happened and she is very clearly upset at this point 
and it's evident that there's not going to be any rescuing, right? Like Mm -hmm. I said, the water's too cold. It's been too long. He's dead. Yeah. So based on Lori's description, it seemed that Larry fell overboard while working on the boat and suffering a heart attack. Like Mm. she's like, it looked like he had a stroke. Something was going on. He just fell over. So the police don't suspect any kind of foul play or anything. And based on Lori's description of where they were, like where he went overboard, because they were like, did you see a lot of trees? Did you see a lot of cabins? Like they were able to figure out where she was at. So they send like a dive team to go look for Larry. Oh, wow. They try all day and they come up empty handed. And then they try basically all week. They get like a sonar team to go out and like sonar the whole lake and they still can't find him. So they basically have to give up looking for his body because they can only do, I think it was like three passes or something. Like they do one way, another way, like a grid, and then they do diagonal. And then after that, it's like he's not here. What? I guess. And maybe like the currents and stuff. They're like, there's no point in continuing to look. His body is not here. Oh, my God. They try all that and they still can't find him. They even get Lori out on the boat with them and they're like, can you show us like where you were at? And she couldn't remember anything. So she really wasn't that much help. But Mm. she was trying to help. Like she wanted to help, clearly. Yeah. So we don't have a body. Larry's missing. And all we have to go off of are Lori's claims of what happened. Mm -hmm. So police begin to process the boat and that's where they find Lori's purse on board. And in her purse is a nearly empty bottle of, like, naked juice, like that green whatever juice. Yeah. It's, like, supposed to be a smoothie, like a healthy smoothie. It's always, like, fucking fucking carrots and wheatgrass. Yeah, yeah. They're not bad. No, they actually do taste pretty good, but there's no way they're healthy. (laughs) No, it's just juice. So much sugar. Yeah. Yeah. With, like, pulp. Anyway. (laughs) So they also find that the kill switch to the boat had been broken and the ignition key was bent. Almost like there was, like, a struggle or something. Hmm. And they found spots of blood on the boat. <gasps> well, she hit her head. She hit her head. So back at Larry's truck, they also find Lori's cell phone and a bottle of Benadryl in the center console. Okay. They find a bunch of other things, too, but I'm only highlighting the important ones for obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> When asked about the blood on the boat, Lori explains, like, oh, I hit my head and my nose started bleeding, so that would explain the blood. No, it wouldn't. I mean, like, if that was accurate, it would, but I've never hit my head and gotten a bloody nose. Like, you gotta hit your face. Well, I guess also the police did say that when they pulled up, she had a bloody nose. Like, that, it fit her story. She had a bloody nose. Okay. And it would make sense if she fell and hit her head and got a bloody nose. Not her head. She would have said face. I fell and I hit my face. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, your face is part of your head, right? It is, but I would never get punched in the face and be like, I got punched in the head. <laughs> you know? I'm like, going to only refer to it that way, though, you know? <laughs> Someone would imagine, like, head. Yeah. Or like, oh, man, that ball hit me right in the head. Yeah. Not a shot. Not if it hit you in the, in the face. face. You're yeah. right. You're See? right. Not You're if it right. hit you in the face. Yeah. You're right. Suspicious. Mm-hmm. Or you'd say Suspicious. ear or temple. Yeah. Also, this is not verbatim, so she could have said no face, whatever. But okay, you know, fair enough. Whatever. <laughs> I'll uh, stop arguing semantics. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm here for it. What are you talking about? Keep arguing. So uh, she's like, "That gave me a bloody nose. That's the blood. You know, whatever." Yeah, it's my on blood. The boat. Test mm-hmm. it. Exactly. When they ask her about the kill switch and the ignition, she says that when Larry went to stand up to go check on the boat, he kind of like leaned on the dash or whatever, so that it must have like bent shit like she even said like when he got up to go check on it he was kind of not acting himself like something was weird something was up it was not Larry like he seemed off right from the get-go that basically answered everything suspicious that they found on the boat mm-hmm. and shortly after Larry's disappearance Lori began to move all of her belongings out of their little homestead and acting kind of strange 
She began to liquidate their property. What the fuck? I thought this was paradise. Yeah, I thought it was paradise, Lori. What's going on here? She began liquidating their property, and it was discovered that a few months prior to Larry's death that there had been a handwritten change to his will, which Mm -hmm. left Lori and her children with 80% of the estate and Larry's kids with 20% of the estate. Oh, that's suspicious. Handwritten change. Handwritten change. Was it like, nah, just kidding. Was it in his handwriting? I don't know. It just said a handwritten change. I feel like his kids would know. Right? They would. Larry's kids immediately go to the police and they're like, hey, man, Lori's acting kind of strange and her story isn't adding up to me. Like, she's selling all this shit. This doesn't make sense. Oh, no. The kids were saying that it really wasn't like their dad to go out boating early in the morning, especially if he wasn't feeling well and especially if it was freezing. Like, he was an avid outdoorsman. He'd be like, it's too fucking cold out on the lake. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Even for a great sunrise. Additionally, his kids were like, Larry had no signs of the flu that we ever recognized. Like, he never told us about it. And he didn't say that he wasn't feeling well to us. So, like, it kind of doesn't match up to the story. (sighs) But he had text that friend in the morning. Or had had he? Exactly. So, despite the kids' suspicions, the police were like, listen, we understand your concerns. And we're doing everything we can to find your dad. But at this time, we don't suspect foul play. Like, everything's matching up out of her story. People grieve different ways. It was an unfortunate accident, and we're trying to recover him. But this is not an active homicide investigation by any means. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I don't know about all that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now here's the thing, though, because police didn't really have a motive for Lori to kill Larry. Yeah. They were like, I guess Larry didn't have a life insurance policy. 80% of the estate. I guess, yeah, 80% of the estate. But if you already live there and you're with him, you already have basically 100%, I guess 50% legally, you know? Yeah, yeah. So police just kind of figured that it was an accident that happened. Like, what happened was an accident, and the kids were upset that their inheritance or something like that wasn't what they expected. So there wasn't much of a motive is what I'm getting at. Yeah. The police are thinking, like, "Mm, kids are probably a little upset at what's going on here. Yeah, but making something out of nothing. Yeah, Lori's not doing anything out of the ordinary, according to the police. Okay. That is, until it was discovered that Lori was being let go from her position as executive director from the North Idaho Housing Coalition because she had been caught embezzling half a million dollars. Ooh, goddamn, Lori. From this nonprofit. (gasps) So this girl was literally writing checks without approval. That her ass can't cash. Exactly. And she was writing them to, like, fictitious businesses that did not exist. Yeah. And then she was giving the money to her daughters and to herself. To spend. Wow. And her daughters knew that she had stolen the money. <gasps> what? I know. And then at first they said that she stole over a million dollars and then it was more like 500000 or something. But still a shit ton of money. I guess she would like write herself a check for like seventeen grand every week or something. Or every month or something insane like that. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then she finally got busted. At the time of his death, Larry had no idea that Lori was in deep shit and was stealing money. Jesus. He had mentioned to his friend that he was worried about Lori's spending habits because... He's like, we don't have that much money and this bitch keeps coming back with mink coats. Exactly. He's like, man, her spending has really gotten out of control and like I'm kind of worried about it. Yeah. But it sounds like he never really questioned it to her or it never like impacted their finances enough for him to dig into it or something. Because it wasn't coming from their finances. Yeah. So he had no idea. Oh, my God. 
everyone that worked with Lori, because it was like legit published in the newspapers and shit, like Lori embezzled this money. And this was after Larry died. So Larry never knew that she embezzled this money. It was literally like two weeks after he died. We still don't even have a body or anything. And this report comes out saying Lori's getting fired because she embezzled all this fucking money. And now everyone's like, "Mm, suspicious. Hold on. I have some questions, Lori. Yeah. Because all of her coworkers were like, you would never guess that Lori would steal anything. She seems like the nicest, most trustworthy person in the whole entire world. Like, they were fucking floored. And they swore up and down that this was not like Lori at all. Not the Lori they knew. So now that the police know that she's being investigated for, like, grand theft and fraud and shit, Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're like, oh, let's look at Larry's missing person case a little closer. Maybe those kids were on to something. Yeah, maybe we should have listened to them. And she would have gotten away with it, too, if if it wasn't for those meddling kids. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay, so around the same time, which is, like, a month later after Larry had gone missing, so this is all happening within a couple weeks of each other, all right? Yeah. It's been, like, a month or something, and the police receive a 911 call about somebody who own property on the lake and they found a body had washed ashore mm-hmm. so the police come and they're pretty confident that it's larry's body based on the clothing mm-hmm. and at least it had been really cold so i'm sure it was like preserved decently mm-hmm. they did a dna test and positively identified it as larry and they also performed an autopsy where they learned some interesting things Ooh, tell me those things there was no like actual trauma to the body that they could see like visible trauma mm-hmm. and so they run a toxicology and they discover that there was an insane amount of Benadryl in his system, like lethal doses. I guess like a normal amount or even a lot would be like 500 to 1,000 milligrams or something of Benadryl. But he had like 76,000 milligrams or something insane. It was lethal. He had a lethal dose of the Benadryl or the main active ingredient in Benadryl, the Dihysenberg. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So Benadryl. Yeah. And his body showed zero evidence of drowning, which suggests that he had died prior to being tossed overboard oh no which could fit her theory if he had a stroke but you would think even if you had a stroke as you fell over you'd still probably take like your last breath or something on the way down right i don't know i don't know like do you just stop breathing instantly and then fall over i have no idea how i don't know how your breathing works i would think it slows down as your heart rate slows or stops yeah i don't know i don't know either but it kind of supports that theory too It could, but for whatever, either which way, we know that he was dead before he hit the water. Yeah, and he was... And it's suspicious. Yeah, given an An insane amount of Benadryl. So immediately this case turns into a homicide, and police suspect Lori, like, right out the fucking gate. Oh, that chick that just embezzled $500,000? That one chick (laughs) that seems kind of fishy now? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, let me talk to them. Um, So I guess the police also talked to Larry's doctor and his doctor confirmed that for Larry's age, like he was in the best health that he had been in like his whole fucking life and that he would not have prescribed Benadryl to him or suggested Benadryl to him because of his age and everything like that. So, like, he should not have been taking it regularly. There was no medical reason. Like, he didn't have allergies or anything like that. Which, for the record, I used to take it all the time, and my doctor wouldn't have known because I took it to help me sleep. Mm -hmm. So I could understand, like, a decent, irregular amount being in your system. Yeah, but if this is a regular doctor that he sees often, you would think that he would bring it up to him. Yeah, like, I'm tired. Yeah, and they're like, have you been taking an insane amount of Benadryl lately? Yeah, maybe that's why. (laughs) Yeah. Now they're starting to paint a picture of Lori. Mm -hmm. They're starting to understand that 
she might have a little bit of a motive here. So if Lori knew that her work had found out about her stealing. Yeah, she's about to get fired. She's about to get fired. And she's worried that if Larry finds out, he would divorce her. And she would lose half, if not all, of their joint homestead, which was worth like $1.5 million or something like that. Oh, my God. And she needed that to liquidate to be able to pay off the restitution for what she's about to be charged for on this embezzlement. So now. So homeboy's got to go because you had a fucking bad decision. Exactly. So now we have a little bit of a motive here because she doesn't want to serve jail time. Fucking buck up, man. Right? Instead of like her solutions like, you know what, I'm going to just kill him. Him. I'm going to kill him and take his money. I'm going to double down on mm-hmm. the fucking crazy. Right? Like, you could have walked away here. You could have been like, my bad. That was out of control. Yeah. Sorry about it. I won't drag you down with me. Nope. 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 We nope. should get divorced now so they can't take your assets. Right? Like, do you want to protect yourself? That's what people in love would do, I think. Do you think? I, I think. think. I think. I don't know. This is my, probably what so I would do. So this is love. So this is love. Yeah, what's this fucking paper? <laughs> nope, nope, nope. That paper meant everything to her. So yeah, police began to investigate Lori's internet searches, and they discover that How Lori... much Benadryl is too much Benadryl? Yeah, right? Exactly. That kind of stuff. It looks like Lori had tried to poison Larry. Multiple times. Yeah, in the past and hadn't been successful, or at least she was planning to do it. Okay. So they had recently gone to a trip in Florida or something like that, and she had searched Florida water depths, currents, tides, drowning, boat accidents, and boat rentals. So clearly she was like... Looking for an accident? Planning something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Additionally, it was discovered in the embezzlement case that because she had been giving the money to her daughters and her daughters willingly knew it and accepted that they, too, were held liable. Oops. So this whole time and also her daughters like told police or testified or something and they had said like, you know, we knew mom was doing it. We were asking her, like, why are you doing this? Stop doing it. And she blamed her kids. She was like, I'm doing this for you so you can have money. Like so she kind of like tried to pit her kids even against her, too. But then the kids still took the money. So I don't know. I mean... I mean, that's a lot of money. Listen, Mm -hmm. if you were embezzling, I would definitely not take the money. But But you you would let me take you to to dinner. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but I'd let you take me to dinner, you know? Is that the same? Yeah, it is. It is exactly the same, but it's like... It feels less dirty. That would be hard. Like, as long as I'm telling you, like, you need to stop. Yeah. As I cash the check. Like, but also get me some Dom Perignon. Yeah, but also, have you ever been to Venice? (laughs) I'd love to go this time of year. Yeah. All right. They end up arresting Lori for fucking embezzlement. <laughs> Everything? No, just the embezzlement. Oh, just the embezzlement. Because mm-hmm. they don't have enough evidence against her for Larry. Okay. So they arrest her and they set her bail at something, I think it was like 75 grand. I don't know. I could be misremembering. Just write a check. Like, that's exactly what her daughter does. Arr! One of her daughters, like, writes a check and posts her bail and Lori fucking skips town. Because she's like, mm-mm. <gasps> Oh, no. Isn't the daughter liable now, though? Oh, yeah, probably. Well, I think also she must have used a bail bonds thing or something because all the bounty hunters, like, you know, dog fucking found her. Yeah. (laughs) Or they go looking for her. And um, she was actually in California with, like, some family members or some shit. And I don't know if she turned herself in or if they captured her, but either which way, they eventually catch her. But it took until she missed two court dates for her embezzlement before they were like, fuck, we got to go find her. Oh, she gone, gone. Yeah. And the police are like, well, we have a heavier invested interest here. Like, yeah, we're just waiting for her to get through this one so we can talk to her about the murder. This whole homicide back here. Exactly. She ends up 
turning yourself in or whatever. And she pleads guilty to the fraud and she ends up getting sentenced to five years in prison. Mm-hmm. And her daughters get like house arrest or some bullshit. All right. So now that the fraud case is handled, the investigators focus on Larry's murder and they brought her in for questioning or they go to her and question her, whatever. However, the fuck that works logistically. <laughs> you just go to the visitor center in the yeah. prison. I have some questions. <laughs> And so she still denies that she killed Larry at all this whole time. And the investigators are like, listen, Lori, we know what's up. We know you crushed up that Benadryl. You put it in that naked juice and you gave it to him and you fucking killed his ass. And he didn't know it and you threw him overboard. That's what they're saying, right? And he drank his own poison and didn't even realize it. Yeah. This is a really powdery naked juice. I know. I wonder if he tasted it. I don't think it. I would notice. I probably, In a naked juice, that shit is so thick. I know. That's probably... Oh, my God. This lady's actually kind of smart because I don't know if I would either. Yeah. And I'd be like, it's probably supposed to taste like that. Right? It's healthy. Right? So it yeah. tastes like shit. Yeah. And they're like... you. So the police are telling her, like, the gig is up. Like, we know what's going on here. We know you purposely misled us so that we couldn't find his body. Like, just fess up. And she never fesses up the whole time. She's like, I did not kill Larry. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. So then her trial happens and she takes the stand and she's a totally different story than what she ever told any police or investigators. So she said that she basically had been planning to drink the naked juice herself. So she did concoct that juice mm-hmm. and that she was going to drink it herself to like commit suicide. And while she was on the boat, she fell asleep and Larry drank it without her noticing mm. and then passed out and fell overboard. Mm. And so she woke up like, oh, no. While he was working on the motor, it kicked in Mm. conveniently and he fell overboard. That's her story. Mm -hmm. Now, plausible, plausible. Lori was originally charged with first degree murder via poison. But what ends up happening is she pleads guilty to the lesser charge of second degree homicide using the Alfred plea. Which I don't know if you remember from the staircase, but it basically means that she maintains her innocence, but acknowledges that there's enough evidence that she could be deemed guilty in fucking trial jury. I didn't do it, but if you said I did it, I guess I'll Uh take the time for it. Okay. So throughout everything, she's always maintained her innocence, and Larry's children testify that Lori's a fucking liar. Oh, my God. (laughs) And they're like, she even continued to lie when the evidence clearly painted the picture that she had done this. Yeah. So at her sentencing, Lori acknowledged that Larry would be alive if it hadn't have been for her. Mm -hmm. And she said, quote, I know that Larry would still be alive if it were not for me mixing a drink with Benadryl in it so that I would be able to selfishly and cowardly take my life. If I would not have had that bottle in there, he would not have accidentally drank it. That is my fault. I take total blame and responsibility for that. Mm. How infuriated would you be? I was literally just thinking, I hate her. But, like, can you say that? Because I have that fucking, that's so stupid. That's so stupid. Like, just fucking pushing the blame off. Not even taking responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. You weren't going to commit suicide on a romantic boat ride for sunset. I'm sorry that you're upset. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, like, fuck you. uh, That's unfortunate. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. is unfortunate. I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. I'm really sorry that he did that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my (laughs) God. So she received life in prison with a minimum of 30 years before being able to fucking set bail. And she was 65. So she's got... She's going to die. Forever. She's going to die there. Wow. Wow. This is 2018? Yeah. Wow. I don't think she was convicted to like 21 or something, 2021. Wow. 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 So she was cruising around for a while. Well. Living her best goddamn life. She had money to embezzle. Yeah. 
Shit, man. That's fucking shisty. Watch out who you marry, man. People are crazy. Dude, I can't imagine, like, fucking up and then being like, well, better go balls to the wall, like, all in. Uh, right? Like, better kill my husband now, too. You know what? Five years is nothing compared to 30. Five years is nothing compared to 30 and losing everything, everything. including the, quote, love of your life. Right? Like, Obviously, that wasn't the love. I wonder if she was just with him because of the money, because he seemed pretty well off, right? I mean, he had a homestead. He was a forester. But she had her job. She was a fucking executive director. I know. Like, don't steal shit, bro. Yeah. All you have to do is not steal shit. And then if you didn't like him, be like, deuced out. Like, I'm out of here. Also, your kids seem to be old enough at this point to take care of themselves. If they're going and cashing checks on their own, move them along. Sounds like that was a whole other little thing. I guess Larry also was like, man, you got to stop supporting your kids so much. And she was like, mama bearing that shit. Like, "Mm -mm. mm-mm. Fuck that. I'm going to give them all the money. That's a decision, though. That's her decision. Right? That's not his decision. Mm -mm. He doesn't need to die for that. Mm Mm-mm. I know. Poor Larry, man. He's just trying to fucking boat ride with his wife. I wonder if he was out, like, did he drink it on the boat? He must have because she brought the naked juice. Mm-hmm. How'd you get him to drink it? Like, chug it. There's a drink in there if you want some. Yeah. You got to make him feel like it's their idea. Yeah. This is a really good um, <laughs> Blue advertisement <print>? yeah. <laughs> for naked juice. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. You could hide anything in that shit. No one would know. You would never even know that there was fucking poison. 76 thousand milligrams or whatever of yeah insane amount of benadryl in there benadryl i wonder if it tastes like anything if you crush it up it tastes like chalk hmm but you know how like some of them are bitter yeah bitter no bitter i don't think i've had a benadryl chewed up yeah either i just swallow that shit (laughs) yeah so if you want to check out pictures pertaining to this case go to isgdpodcast.com and while you're there please join our patreon for as little as a dollar get one extra episode every month also, you can join us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Our handle is at ISGD Podcast. If you want to email us, you can do so at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can snail mail to P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 919799. And until next week, my friends. Later, dudes. Bye.